Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we talk about two artists whose names sound similar, and music is very different. This week we're talking about Jay-Z's Top. I am Jared. I am Dax. Caleb. It's Tyler here. And I'm John. Thanks for having me back, guys. Of course. You're welcome. You're welcome always back, welcome. John. You're always welcome. And this episode, of course, is brought to you only on title. Oh, my. Mm. Right? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I thought. Because on last title? week we got it out on iTunes for everybody. And this week we're on title. We're just jumping from service to service. Oh, is it on iTunes again now? No, this one is only on Tidal, but the other uh, one was exclusively released on uh, iTunes to all phones. Continuity, man. Oh, you're right. I forgot everyone got it, whether they wanted it or not. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. Speaking of that. <laughs> the coronavirus. No, no. no. I know. All right. <clears throat> don't start there. Don't get everybody all okay. riled up like that. No. We'll get them riled up with Jay-Z. We're here to, we're here to, to distract to the them. Izzo. Distract them from their real lives and the real issues, and they can think about stuff that doesn't matter at all. Hooray. Yes. Yeah. So I want to talk about the real issues. Imminent death. So Emin- Jay-Z. Eminem's death? Is that what he said? Yeah, Eminem's oh. death. Oh, no. Oh, Eminem's death. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> no, I did say Eminem. The Godzilla challenge happened. You know that? The Godzilla challenge. That's an Eminem thing. Okay. Well, anyways, Jay-Z is a really rich man. He is. He's a billionaire. <laughs> he's a, he's not a businessman. I call him he's a mogul. He's a business man. He's a mogul. It's my favorite Jay-Z line, period. I love it's that good. line so he's much. He's a business man. Exactly. You got it. That was a uh, Jared. So I was showing Jared the, the remix that he did of Diamonds with Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Well, Kanye West's mm-hmm. song that he did with Jay-Z. And that line is within that song, and Jared was pretty confident that it was in a different song. But I think that it's only in Diamonds. Yeah, but I don't know how I like know it besides that. I feel like I know that vert, that line from something else, but probably not. Right. I like Jay Z. He's pretty good. I also enjoy Jay. I enjoy Jay Z more than I thought that I did. He's where a... like I never really got well, into Jay Z. Why did you doubt yourself? I never really just got into Jay-Z is the thing. I never had really got into his music. I'd never really given it a whole lot of chance. And listening to the songs that we did, I'm familiar with all the songs that we listened to, but like kind of digging more, I realized that I respected him more and I really enjoyed what he has put out. I just need to, eventually, honestly, we need to do a record roundtable with him because I'd like to listen to all of his albums. Well, now we can. Now so. we can do it. That's true. That's we, worth talking about. We couldn't before. Right. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Bring that up. Well, now the spot, he's on Spotify now. Yeah. He's not only on Tidal. It's all over. Yeah. And, and on the Amazon Alamo, Music, apparently. The Alamo has been taken by the Mexican army. Oh, and my. he's now on what? That's, what? that's historical. That is historical. Oh, my. That is historical. It is. Now he's on stuff. Way to go, Jays. We'll go back <laughs> quickly um, to the Kanye West remix because of the fact that he does have an interesting relationship with Kanye West. And honestly, one thing that I respect more about Jay-Z than maybe anything else is his ability to build other rap artists. He is not necessarily just out for himself. He's definitely out for music in general, I would say. Yeah. Like there, there was an album that I listened to this week that I wanted to talk about. I put a track in to the playlist. It's a, artist named Jay Electronica. Mm-hmm. He's been a hip hop artist for like over a decade and has just now released his debut album with the rock nation label as of Friday this week. 
and Jay-Z is on like almost every single song. So he's this underground rapper, very little exposure at all. Not a lot of people know him. Jay-Z picked him up onto his label and like rapped with him on the majority of his tracks. Like that makes him a much bigger deal than had he just released it, it just released an album on his own right. for the first time in 10 years. That makes that album like it gives it a lot of exposure and it builds him up as a big name and that's what he did for Kanye West too. He brought Kanye West in on some of his earlier work too. And we wouldn't probably have a Kanye West as a rapper, maybe as a producer, but not as a rapper without having Jay-Z bring him in the way that he did. Pretty cool. That's cool. What a guy. What yeah, a he's, guy. He's humble. All right. He's humble, all right. He, he, so he humble. Sit down. Fact, he, <laughs> so humble, in fact, that he was defeated in an elevator fight. <laughs> <laughs> so humble. He let him win. Her. Her win. She beat him. It was Beyonce's sister. Do you not know oh, this? Oh, that's right. You're talking. Yeah, tell the story. Gosh. Tell the story. Solange. I think it was Solange. Yeah. Well, she found out that Jay-Z had been cheating on Beyonce, and so she was like yelling at him, and then she just kicked his butt. Is it on Elevator Cam? Oh, I, I, yeah. I think it, it was. It is. Yeah. And then uh, he brought it up on his album. Which one was that that was on title that came out around Lemonade? 444. Yeah. They both like had their response to each other cheating or whatever. It was that very is strange. One of the oddest things in music that I've ever heard of in my entire life. That It was Lemonade specifically yes. where yeah. she was really talking about that. Right. That Lemonade was such a huge album to people. And it was like, yeah, it's just like this. This is really invigorating and like really like brings up women and, you know, all that stuff. And then she stayed with them still. And it's like. Yeah, it's kind of weird. You would think that if you were like if it was an empowering album that then there would be more action other than just releasing the album. I don't know. Well, it's just weird that they were both were so pub- because of those albums, they were so publicly, you know, making their stand and like giving pointing giving their views, which Jay-Z, I mean, he's kind of self-defeating in a sense in, on that album, you know, he's not mm-hmm. it's not like oh, you know, defending himself the whole time. But it's funny that it played out like that publicly and then nothing happened. And now it's just like and now it's they're like just, it's not any different than it was before. They're just one of the biggest couples in like yeah, but they already were. History. And now they still are. That's yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah. they've continued to be that thing. And honestly, yeah, it's weird. Got even more exposure from him cheating. Yeah. Well, his, then had he not? Uh, Four forty four had a lot of uh, critical acclaim too. Did it not? It yeah. did. I remember it did, didn't it? Yeah. And then their the next album from both of them was a collaborative album between the two. Oh, they made up. They did. That's beautiful. Both, both. Mu- what a, an interesting like way to do that too is to like have your fights publicly over your albums and then show everybody that you made up via an album again. It makes you wonder if it was all staged. I Ooh. have oh, thought boy. that on many occasions. I honestly. mean, look, what she would be the one. He would be the one to leave, not not her, because he is worth a billion dollars. Right. What are you saying? You, you say he he just called Beyonce a gold digger. Yeah. No, no, no. Yes, no, Kanye. Is. That's that's what I was gonna he say. He just no. called. No, she's not. She Yops. he made that money prior to being like not not prior, but like in the midst of being with her. He wasn't worth a billion dollars before. So I'm not saying she's a gold digger. Mm-hmm. Then why wouldn't she have a reason to leave? She got lots of money. Well, she does have lots. She of money. has she has almost as much money as him. He listen. He owns the Brooklyn Nets. Part of it. actually, no, he doesn't. Anymore. Not anymore. He sold his stock. Yeah, so it's that he could have a sports agency. Because oh. like he wanted to represent baseball players too, so he couldn't have the part of the conflict Nets. of interest yeah. thing. Yeah, man. Well, he couldn't bring Kaepernick back. <laughs> What's his preferred baseball team? 
I mm. think the Yankees. Yeah, what I, what <laughs> irony? <laughs> what irony that is? Right. Robinson Cano is his first sign. It's funny that Yankee Yankees. that Yankee Stadium is uh, you know Fay up there as compared to you know where the Mets play it was over there in Queens. It's a pretty respectable place. So I think he might be a Mets fan, but nobody's a real Mets fan because they suck. My God, didn't know we were bringing baseball into this. I didn't do any research well, on this it's part. It's funny that listen, where's Jay Z from? Where's he from? Brooklyn. Brooklyn, and he likes the Yankees. Traitor. I mean, that's that is a point. It ain't right. That is you could point. like the Dodgers, the Duck Dodgers, the Dodgers. Is it Brooklyn Dodgers? Not it used to be. Up. Yeah, it's been L.A. for a yeah. long time. Uh, well, it used to be. He could like them. They, they the were form. in L.A. before he was born. Mm. Well, thank you, John. See, it's a benefit that John is a, a bit older than us. He's got all the references you don't have, you young little man. I am a young little man. So, uh, you all know the beautiful song, 99 Problems. Of mm-hmm. course. You know, Jay-Z did not write that 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 hook. Mr. Ice, the, Mr. Ice-T did. The musical hook? The, the, the lyric? The line. The line. The, the bar, if oh, you really? will. Yeah. The lyrics? Hit it with him. Yeah. Well, man, pretty good. But they're talking about different things. That's true, but he still... So he heard... Well, obviously, so Ice-T heard somebody say that. It was another rapper. I oh, so it wasn't really was. Ice-T who did I think it, it some, I think it was somebody from Two Live Crew, maybe. I can't oh, remember. I, I read it in... I'll, we got to look up the origins of it. Yeah, look so the origins I saw an of interview phrase. he did where he's talking about where it started. Actually, it was uh, from, I believe, Nardwar. Oh, really? The human <laughs> serviette. Oh, well, did you look at that? And uh, he's a Canadian man. He is. He's from... Is he from Winnipeg? I think he's from Montreal, Quebec, perhaps. Is he's not from up. Winnipeg. Anyways, so uh, he was doing an interview, I think, with him, potentially, and he brought up the 99 Problems thing, and he said that he had heard it, spoke, and he said, hey, I really like that line. I would like to use it. And the guy said, okay. So then uh, Jay-Z heard it, and Jay-Z asked to use it, and Ice-T said, sure, that's fine. Then the guy that originally said it tried to come after... Ice-T to try and get the money from it because he saw that it was making more money than Ice-T's version. But Ice-T said all the money is dried up from that licensing. So he's now suing him to try and get like basically the back money. So the whole thing is like a big... That's a mess. Ice-T was not very happy. He was like, look, you were my friend and now you're just doing it like for petty money. So what you're saying is is that all of them now have more than 99 problems. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they have they, an, an they additional do. few problems that have yeah. been added into the list. <laughs> yeah. They need to make a... Ooh, they need to come together... And they need to fix the problems, then make a song called I've Got 98 Problems. Yeah. They've I, solved one. I got 98 <laughs> problems. One is not a bitch, and one is no longer our feud. He would not bust a fruit, a grape in a fruit fright. No, there that, you go. That's pretty good. That was a good line. I know. Speaking of feuds, didn't he have a feud with Nas? Yeah. Jay-Z? Oh, yes. Yes. I don't know the history of that as well. I don't know it uh, very well oh, either. Man, I just know that they were they did resolve it on stage, but... Oh, well, that's kind of, Look, he likes to resolve things publicly. He also had a he bit does. of a feud with uh, Oasis. You want to talk about that? I would yeah, I love... Have a, I have a feud with Oasis. Love to talk about that. So Jay-Z was going to be performing at the Glastonbury Festival in the UK, and 
the lead singer of Oasis. Gallagher. Yes, thank you, Gallagher. Noel. Whichever one, it doesn't matter. I didn't remember his name. Liam or Noel? I didn't remember his name. I think it's Liam. Liam's the, he's the more, he's the bigger jerk, really. Yeah, well, he sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you'll think he sucks here. So he had argued that Jay-Z should not have been one of the headliners because traditionally Glastonbury, that festival, is a guitar-based festival. Yeah, right, yeah. The music that's played there is a guitar music, and Jay-Z doesn't really fit into the guitar-based music. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, when Jay-Z did, in fact, perform at Glastonbury, he went up and he performed his first song, Wonderwall. Oh, horrible. <laughs> he, he, Terrible. He did a Wonderwall cover Terrible. as Jay-Z oh, with a guitar in hand. He no. did not play it, though. Oh, he did not. No, it was very clear he And was then he went into 99 Problems. Which has yes. guitar in it, so... Well, Rick, right. Rick Rubin produced it. Yeah, it's got guitar. Boy. Boy, yeah. howdy. I hate Oasis. I know. I don't know. hate them, but they're not as good as Blur. Don't ever forget. I was going to say, you were just going to say the Blur. Never forget. Take a drink, everybody. Never forget. <laughs> well, there's a re- they played Oasis at Trivia this week, and I went up and made them play a Blur song afterwards. So. Yeah, you did. Uh, 99 Problems, the story is quite interesting. You know, you ever listen to the story? Go ahead. I watched him, he did an interview, and they asked him about it, and it's about, I mean, they lay it out. In the you know in the lyrics, but most people don't listen close enough to realize you know the guy's pulled over and this or that, right? And the cops like, oh you know I'm gonna call in the dogs, the dogs are gonna get here and they're gonna smell all these drugs you got, you know. And he's you like, were doing okay, fifty five and a fifty four, right? And he was doing fifty five and fifty four. Which you got a firearm on you? No, Lottie, you do. I will I will <laughs> say the one thing I don't like about that song is that it does lack a, a logic to it. In that I've never seen a 54 mile zone. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. He was very. So, he was doing 55 and a 54. Cool line. But if you can find me a zone that's going 54, yeah. there you go. That, that, that'll, that'll bring I, it all that together. Was, that's the point, though. Oh, is it? Yeah, the point is not only is it only a mile per hour over, but there's no such thing as a 54. You see what I'm saying? Uh, He's going 55, an actual speed limit, right. in a 54 that doesn't exist. He's being profiled, uh, profiled by the police. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. That's a smart line now that you've broken it down in such a way. Yeah, the whole thing is about that. Continue. So the profiling of the being armed and whether, are oh, you a lawyer or something, all that stuff. Well, then the story goes on. You know, you can't hold someone there on the side of the road permanently. So, you know, they're holding them there, like waiting for these dogs to come. It's amount of time, you know, if they don't get there in time, the dogs, he's got to let them go. Well, he's on like the interstate and all of a sudden he looks up and then here comes the cop car, the canine unit, and it's going the wrong way, the interstate, down the other way. And he's like, got nine, nine problems with that bitch ain't one, being the dog. <laughs> so that's what it's about. That's pretty good. That's a good story. That's good. I got them sometimes. <laughs> So, uh, real quick, I want to return, I, I will say, multiple times, apparently, in this episode, I'd like to return to Kanye West. Um, so, everybody is pretty familiar with the Kanye West, Jay-Z album, the Watch the Throne collaboration. Mm-hmm. Uh, familiar. People are a little less familiar with two of his other collaborations that I think are interesting to mention. One of which we'll gloss over just a little bit, as we should, is that he has two albums with R. Kelly. Oh, my. Woo! Oh, my. Those aren't aging well. Not at all. No, no. Neither is R. Kelly. But you know what will forever, forever sound good to me is the collaboration that Jay-Z did with Linkin Park. Oh, and I'm familiar with that. Collision course. Yeah. We should we should play a little bit of uh, Encore Numb. Oh, yes. That's a good one. Jay-Z actually picked them. I was reading up on that. MTV mm-hmm. let Jay-Z say, okay, you can collaborate with whoever you want. Just make an album. And he said Linkin Park. Really? Yep. 
He chose that. He chose that. He chose I would it. have never guessed that. That's pretty cool. It is. It. it I would have wondered how that collaboration would have like been discussed. Well, Mike Shinoda, he's legit. You know, like yeah. he's a really good DJ. You know, he does the the spins and such. Right. So, I mean, I think that he probably could hear the. Somebody probably said, "Hey, you know, whatever." Well, didn't he work with? <laughs> didn't he work with Shinoda later on later projects? Possibly. Outside of that, I, think I don't that he know. Did. I do not know. Well, let's play a little bit of numb encore. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, nigga, make some noise. Get him, Jay. Who you know fresher than whole? Riddle me that. Ooh. For a long time, uh, the uh, Collision Course version, Big Pimpin' Slash Papercut, was the only version that you could find anywhere on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had to listen to it, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Over the original <laughs> one for quite a long time. And it sucked. <laughs> you just kept hearing that papercut, and you're like, man, I'm, I'm getting a little sick of this yeah, version. I don't of want, I'm sick of the papercut side of this thing. Jared, do you have more you want to say about Jay-Z? I know you got a lot of notes. No, I don't have anything on Jay-Z. I've got a you one got quick story oh, I want to share. It. Yes. This is what I remember most about Jay-Z. I mean, obviously, I like listening to his music, but my freshman year in high school, it was 1999, and Hard Knock Life was like the number one hit. It was huge. My English class, we read Lord of the Flies, and we had to give a presentation to the class of like, you know, what we learned from the book or whatever. And I remember I did a parody of Hard Knock Life for the Lord of the Flies characters. So I brought a boombox into the class with a microphone and like wrapped my own lyrics to Hard Knock Life about Lord of the Flies. And you have that for us to play on video now, right? If only. Oh, no, he was, gonna do, he was going to do a live rendition of it. Oh, did you bring the boombox? Fully, fully recreate. Uh, it was 20 years ago. Uh, you don't I have, just remember that I did Well, it. you think you ain't got it anymore? You think it, nah, there's no way. You did, still you lose your, did you lose your flow? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got to bring Jay-Z in. He'll collaborate with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll He's been an too. underground hip-hop artist for 20 years now. He'll, he'll pair, <laughs> yeah, he'll pair under, with him, uh, yeah, put, put on Rock Nation. He's been underground for 20 years. So I guess, I guess we should, uh, for me, um, I don't really like current Jay-Z as much. I don't think, I think the Black Album is kind of the last thing that well, I Well, how really many times has he much. retired? Right. Well, yeah. that doesn't, we all know what that means. I know. Well, I like. Time, I do like. I, I heard probably he re- the, I heard he retired from basketball and then retired from baseball and then retired again from basketball. Oh, my. Michael Jordan? No, oh. Jay Z. Uh, <laughs> it still kind of rings true in terms of the Nets, and now he's going to do the baseball thing. But you said he retired from basketball and yeah, baseball yeah. and basketball. So I just He'll be, listen. That, I project he's going to go back. He'll go back. Do you think that Jay Z will ever future. do some golf? I'd like to do. Some I would love to see Jay Z golf. Attempt I, to golf at least if he doesn't do it. I would. Love what kind to of outfit you think Jay Z wears when he golfs? <sighs> A suit. <laughs> I don't know what people wear normally when they golf. Other than golf dry, shoes, dry fit shoot, uh, shirts. The only people yeah, have slacks, polos. I Anytime I think of golf, the only outfit I can think of is the Three Stooges, like what they would wear golfing. Mm. That's the real golf outfit. Got them pants. Got the hats. Are visors more for tennis? No, golfers wear visors. Yeah, go, yeah I thought so. Got to keep the sun out of their eyes, but also not just wear a hat, which seems odd. Why are visors a thing? Uh, is this, yeah, is this yeah. the place to answer that? Question? So you can. It's so you can get that. <laughs> You're when you got you know if you're starting to lose hair, male pattern baldness here. Yeah, that sun 
like, like a plant helps your hair grow. Oh. Uh, get that vine. Gotta get that visor so you can get that sun to your head. That makes so much sense now. It's also it so your hair doesn't get messed up under a hat, but also yeah. you don't have to have the sun in your eyes. Ooh, that's true. I guess that's, that's true. true. I feel like at that point I just wear sunglasses. So that if you're victorious in your golf outing, you take your visor off and you smile for the camera and your hair looks good. That's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's true. Very good. Yeah, Jared. if I if I got a hole in one right now and I took off my hat, I'd look like shit. That's true. Yeah, so. well, that's true. I, I like Hard Knock Life. I think that's probably the first JC song I ever heard because it was on a Now CD. Mm. So that's that's my experience with Hard Knock Life. And I also like the Annie stuff. That's pretty cool. They use Annie as a sample. I didn't yeah. know that was the thing until this week. What? That that was the sample. Was oh, you didn't Annie. know it was Annie? No. Oh, my. No, man. Really? I had no idea. I was like researching for this thing, and I'm looking up. I was like, what the hell? You just don't know Annie that well, then? Okay. Don't I look like a musical guy to you? Well, they had a movie though. When I was a kid, I used to watch it all the time. I don't know, probably because my mother made me. But, yeah, you know. my mother made me as <laughs> well. Because I'm not, you know, me. I'm not either treating orphans well or anything. So, it's... <laughs> you know what? For a message for anyone who's still stressed out about this whole coronavirus thing, just know that the sun will come out tomorrow. <laughs> That's true. That's right. <laughs> Unless we... we all get sucked into the black hole at the center of our universe before then. Great. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. I think that my introduction to Jay Z was, in fact, the Linkin Park collaboration. Honestly, really, I think so. I think it, like because I listened to a lot of Linkin Park when I was younger, and so I could see that one of the first things that would have introduced me to hip hop outside of Linkin Park. Oh no, I'm so sorry that I said that. And uh, I would say that it would be Jay Z, like being on an album with them, would be one of my first introductions to a hip hop artist. So. And the now CDs, like you have already mentioned. Yeah, I think my introduction to him was probably the Austin Powers thing. Oh, yeah. You know also good. About? Yeah, also good. Doctor Evil doing Hard Knock. Yeah, yeah. that's great. <laughs> There's also the Star Wars. That's in gold. Remember uh, the Star Wars parody of uh, uh, Empire State of Mind. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? It's like a college humor thing. I think so. Yeah. Can you find that? Yeah. Yeah, find it. I'm just an early Jay Z guy myself. I think. I don't think. I think. I don't think after the blackout I care that as much. I mean, that's it. fair. I like everything I like up that, to I like that song with Alicia Keys that you're getting ready to play. That's a good song. Empire State of Mind. Probably single wise. That was good. on the album wise. I do. Well, that's care. the that's Blueprint Three. So you you know you're still getting close. You know, that was kind of exciting. I was excited for the hook, and then the hook sucked a lot. Uh, you know, like the a, hook? The, lyrical, the, new the lyrics of the hook decent. was not good. I mean, it was I mean, not good. They kept it in line, at least. I mean, it, it, it fit. The lyrics fit the music, yeah, but it wasn't as good as the verse. You know, the best thing that Jay Z's ever done is uh, just laugh. <laughs> would you like to impersonate it that is a great no, I that is a great talk i've attempted point. to but it's really i can't like no, i cannot be, do it that'd You're be gonna la- have to... that'd be laugh face we can't do that's that. that's right yeah i can't oh my <laughs> god jared <laughs> we can't shake hands but give me an elbow oh my goodness well you <laughs> we should find it you gotta find a clip of it of course make sure it's a good one a good one i just don't know why they didn't cast him instead of Eddie Murphy and Trek. It was dumb. Ooh, that would've been cool. <laughs> You're not the first. 
Hopefully after tonight, you will be the last. <laughs> and there you have it. Perfect. We Pretty really cool. need we really need one of those just sound panel things. That's what I was thinking. That's a sound bite we've got to have. Mm-hmm. When something's laugh. really funny, Jay Z's laugh does like the yeah, the canned laughter yeah. in the background. The laugh track. Jared That's makes a joke. <laughs> I mean, you could. I think you could pitch it to the big three networks. Like, you know, you haven't made changes to your laugh track in a few years. It's the same white people laughing all the time. Why don't you throw a little Jay Z laugh in your laugh track? <laughs> I love that. Honestly, if I had a show, I would like sneak it in. You know, like I'd have like the regular laugh track that everybody knows, but there'd also be a Jay Z yeah. laugh kind of mixed in. It'd I be, want like, you the to Wilhelm like, scream. That sounds familiar. I want you to know how funny a joke on the show is by how many Jay Z laughs are included. So if the entire laugh track is just Jay-Z laughs, that's when you know it's really funny. And if you didn't laugh, you're an idiot. Pretty good. That's where I'm at with it. It's a good bit. So uh, Jay-Z is uh, the first uh, rapper to be honored in the Songwriters Hall of Fame as of 2017. He also is the first hip-hop billionaire and the wealthiest American musician. Mr. Jay-Z. That is true. Pretty great. I say it again. He's not a businessman. He's a business. Well, man. it just is like kind of shows that not only is he a musical artist, but he's an entrepreneur as well. And Absolutely, he, he's been he an makes entrepreneur. Makes money and he reinvests it into things that are not music. Sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Well, you know? he reinvests into the neighborhood. That's good. He has done that. Yeah, which is also, I mean, I, that's another thing that I respect him for a lot is the fact that his upbringing was not an easy upbringing. No, he's been a businessman his whole life. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> And he was doing business in high school with some of his buddies, too. Yeah. Notorious B.I.G. and Buster Rhymes. They all three went to high school together. Wow. It's a pretty good high school, got to say. Brooklyn, you know. Are we segueing? Do we have any more? Tyler, uh, Cody, you got anything? Yeah, I don't think you said any. You haven't said anything. I've very, said a couple things. Yeah, he, he spoke. Oh, very, you said the Star Wars thing. Very, yeah. Austin Powers. Look, Austin, yeah. you, look you brought some things, and <laughs> they were good. You don't have to pat him on the back. Yeah. Well, it's metaphorical. It's a verbal pat. Rumors spreading round in that Texas town. About to check outside the game. You know what I'm talking about. Well, golly gee, that sounded familiar. Anyone else think that? Boop, yeah, boop, 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 I know what it was. It I know what it was. What was it? That little drum bit sounded like Hopper Teacher. Van Halen stealing stuff from ZZ Top. Sure. R- rude sure. It also sounded like Boom Boom by John Lee Hooker. Boom, 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 boom. I'm gonna shoot you right down. All your feet Take you home with me Would you in my house? No, I was waiting for the part where it sounded familiar. The boom, boom, boom part. No, I heard it. You know, the song, the music's not all they stole. Their name is basically stolen, too. Oh, yeah, go ahead. You got that story? Yeah, you go know ahead. about this already? I, I did. So, the story goes, they had all these concert posters in their apartment, and they're just looking at the names of the bands, and they're saying... 
there's a lot of initials in these bb king and zz hill and they're like let's name it zz king and they're like yeah but that sounds too much you know like we just made them up and you know just put the two together and then they said well king is at the top so we'll say top zz top and that's how they came up with their name that's how they came up with their name is that not ridiculous Ooh. also speaking of names i also stole an entire band they they okay actually yeah that first go ahead the next no that seems like a thank you for the segue of that <laughs> and i want to talk about names all right so a good band bad band alum the zombies they were a popular group and then they broke up and then their album came out go ahead and say the name odyssey and oracle odyssey i want to keep saying oracular spectacular but that's mgmt <laughs> yes that is true odyssey and oracle came out in the states time of the season was on there very popular but the band had already broken up as we stated previously in good band bad band so somebody decided well let's have them toward the u.s but have a fake band so they started one in texas they also started one somewhere else i think it was uh, michigan or something but two members of zz top were in the fake zombies wow it was crazy which ones which members I believe it was uh, Dusty Hill and uh, Billy Gibbons. Yeah. I don't think the Beard was. Guys. Yeah, the it's the two with Beards, not Beard. Yeah, You're right. Thank you. That's my favorite thing. My favorite thing is is that bit. Yes, makes no. I mean, it's just the fact that two of the members of ZZ Top have massive beards, and the one who does not have a massive beard, his last name is Beard. Yeah, yeah. that is the greatest <laughs> thing that has ever happened That's a in given musical name history. Too. That's his real name. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> he later he later did grow more facial hair, sort of, but near never did he get even nearly close to the other two members. No, beautiful stuff. But yeah, I, so when the zombies thing happened, I want to clarify a little bit of information. Were they ZZ Top at the time? No, that was before they had even started their group. Before they had even started a group, they were so they started as the fake zombies and then said, "Let's keep making music," and now we're ZZ Top. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, well, they had a few different names uh, prior to that as well. I don't remember what they all were. But when before they were in ZZ Top... Before the beards, I assume? Bef- uh, well, they had beards, but they weren't as long. I would think... Later so. on, they got much longer in their musical career. Like, in 1969 or whatever, when they first started, they did not have, like, super long beards. It was later in, like, I think their third, second or third album that they had them grown out. Yeah. For more and the longer their discography becomes the, the longer, longer the their beard beards become <laughs> of course so they had opened for uh, Jimi hendrix really yes so in 2009 billy gibbon gibbons joined mr jeff back on stage at the 25th anniversary of the rock and roll hall of fame mm-hmm. and they performed a version of foxy lady by Jimi hendrix so it all ah. was full circle mm. performing mm. a Jimi hendrix song they were also inducted uh, into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in a year, 2004, 2004 by Mr. Keith Richards ah, of the Rolling Stones. That's a really weird speech that he gave. Oh, my. Did you listen to it? I did not listen to the speech. It was very incoherent and just, just weird. Did you say he was inducted? I did. Interesting. That must have been a, a real dynasty of a moment, huh? <laughs> did someone say duck dynasty? A show that ZZ Top were featured on? They used their theme song for the show. And on the series finale during Psy's retirement party, 
Mr. Uh, well, the whole band was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was or, the whole band. It was the whole band. They performed uh, Sharp Dressed Man with Psy from Duck Dynasty. It was horrible. It was pretty bad. <laughs> it, it was, was truly bad. a horrendous <laughs> performance to have Psy like, doing vocals on oh, that. No. You wouldn't think ever that he would be a singer. That was not even the worst version of that song. No? You know Nickelback did that song too? Oh. It's not good. I would think not. I would think not. Your your friends in uh, Juju also performed a version. This is actually really a decent one. We good. should listen yeah. to that one because that is a very different version of that song. On the very bottom. Clean shirt, new shoes. I don't know where I'm going to. Silk suit, black tie. I don't need a reason why I. I really like his voice, but that is the worst guitar distortion I've ever heard. Oh, no, I love that fuzz. <laughs> oh, oh, I loved it. I'm a fan of it as well. Yeah, actually. I loved it. I love how happy she looks and, and just how I'm a touch he looks. <clears throat> oh, okay. Wow. Oh, that, was, yeah. that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, it made me uncomfortable. Yeah, well, don't bite in him so much, okay? In 1993, ZZ Top also inducted the band Cream into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, you really? like Cream, don't I you? I like Cream. Yeah, I like the Cream. They're older. It's, I mean, it's funny because ZZ Top really started as a blues band and then blues rock, and then their oh, yeah. later works are just not really. They used like there. in the 80s, they used way more synth, and it's it's just interesting. They you would not have thought of them as an '80s synth band when you look no, at them, no. and it's very odd that they went in that direction. Like the we listened to that one song about uh, TV dinners. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's it's, a weird. song. It's called TV dinners, and it's about uh, TV dinners. <laughs> Surprise! They and also it, have a song called Sleeping Bag. It's pretty decent. And the music yeah. video for it feature it's a like a horror theme music video. Yeah. It's open and it features uh, the actress from A Nightmare on Elm Street. It's also worth mentioning oh. Velcro Fly. Or Friday the 13th. I can't remember which one. One of the two. That's fine. Go ahead. Oh, yes. Velcro, Velcro uh, Fly, the music video, has choreography that was done by Miss Paula Abdul. Very noticeable, mm. too. Yes. Mm. We should, let's, let's play a little bit of the song, and then you guys can see the choreography as well. Well, how can they see it? <laughs> no, you guys. We can see it. I want you to see and verify that the choreography is. There will be a link in the description. No, there no, won't. <laughs> I'm going to put one there. All right, now play Walk Like an Egyptian by the Bangles. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get a cease and desist from the company Velcro because we use oh, their no. name. Oh, no. Oh, man. They're going hard after people. Hook and loop fly. Hook and right. loop. Exactly. So uh, Mr. Clive Davis from RCA Records wanted yeah. to make a ZZ Top album similar to what Carlos Santana did, where it was his music 
and also had features by other artists. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know Rob Thomas, yeah, Chad Kroger things. So the people that they had thought about putting in a ZZ Top collaboration album are these. These are just a few names: Pink, oh, yeah. Dave Matthews, and Wilco. Hey, wow. That'd have been so weird. Wilco and ZZ Top. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I don't know about that. It'd be weird. They would have had to, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know what they would, which would have budged ZZ Top or Wilco (laughs) in terms of the musical I don't know. Well, I mean, when you look at Santana, Rob Thomas in Smooth, it's just a Santana song. Mm -hmm. Rob Thomas just sings it. Yeah, that's true. Did you guys listen to the song Woke Up With Wood? No, yep. real title. Go yep. on. I can give you a few of the lyrics. So. Please do. That was their cover of "Don't Go Home with Your Heart On." <laughs> <laughs> when I woke up this morning, I was feeling mighty good. My baby understood. Had to do what she should. Lying near a pile of wood. I'm gonna go to the next verse, please. I was lying there thinking about basketball, trying not to lose my mind. My baby came to help me, and I let out a yell. She grabbed me from behind. Playing on its own, playing with its own, when I, I woke up with wood. Wow. Mm. Poetry. Yeah, Truly. It's pretty good. You know, a basketball court's made from wood. True. Yeah. That's wow, yeah. very true. <laughs> Just making connections. Well, they have a song also called Pearl Necklace. Oh, please go on. Pearl Necklace, uh, in the song lyrics, they're talking about, you know, Getting her, giving her a pearl necklace. What is a pearl necklace, Jared? I don't. I don't think we need Yeah, what is pearls. it? At the very end of the song... You know, no one really wears them anymore. They're kind of gaudy now. It used to be a sign of status. Hmm. Well, uh, <laughs> like in this song, play, they're ignorant. not gaudy. They're uh, sticky. Mm. Well, I'm con- I don't know. What you- Why are they so sticky? They come from... They, they come, come from, from clams. They come from clams? Huh? Oh, my. Just uh, go to... What's that website that we use? Urban Dictionary? Yeah, go to that. Go Urban to that. Dictionary Pearl Necklace. Because he says in the song... It is not. It's too expensive. It's not for that jewelry that she's talking about. That's what they even say in the lyrics. Mm. Crazy. You want to play a... I got a boo 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 for you. Ooh, go on. Play uh, 25 Lighters. 25 Lighters on my dresser. Yes, sir. I got to get paid. We got 25 Lighters on the dresser. Yes, sir. We got to get paid. I got 25 Lighters for my 25 phone. Oh, doesn't that sound familiar, boo-boo stuff? I don't know anymore, honestly. You don't know if it sounds familiar? Can I listen to it again? I didn't. Love it, man. Is that it? What part am I supposed to be listening to? The very beginning. That part right there. <laughs> yes. We'll play it for you, friend. Oh, my God. What is happening? <laughs> Twenty-five lighters on my dresser, yes, sir. You know I got to get paid. Twenty-five lighters on my dresser, yes, sir. You know I got to get paid. So that first song was called Twenty-five Lighters by DJ DMD, featuring Lil. 
Kiki and Fat Pat. They are Texas rappers. Interesting. And uh, ZZ Top basically covered that song. The song they got is called I Got to Get Paid, not 25 Ladders. But they used that. They, I mean, it's not like even a sampling. It's a literal cover of the hip-hop song. Hmm. Yeah. Very different. But the guy that produced it on their album like had worked with Billy Gibbons and with this group before. And I think they probably just brought it to him and said, hey, maybe you guys would. There's, I don't think he knows that. DJDND. Hmm. Well, who knows? Maybe he's does. from Texas. He does sure. have some familiar friends. For instance, maybe a Kid Rock or a John Fogarty. That's true. Some good band, bad band, and Lonzy's done some stuff with both of those people. They were. He was on uh, the Kid Rock. Kid Rock sampled them. He was on Kid Rock record, I believe. And then John Fogarty, they did a uh, like a music session thing on YouTube with John Fogarty. It's pretty cool. He also has another friend in Mr. Hank Hill. Yes, he does. Yeah, so Hank Hill, he's his cousin. In the show, Dusty Hill is uh, Hank Hill's cousin. They shoot a reality show together. Uh, they destroy a car. It, it's a hoot. That's two, that's two big music celebrities regularly shown in the show. King of the Hill. Well, he's not regular. It was a one-time oh, thing. Oh, that's a bummer. They had a big falling I've out. That, I've seen the episode. Promised never to come back or yeah. something. Well, at least Tom Petty was in there more than once. Tom Petty was like a main character. Uh, no, he was a recurring character. Well, at the end, he was basically a main character. I need you to understand something. <laughs> <laughs> he was a recurring character. Okay. If you say so. I know Mike Judge. <laughs> I know Mike Judge. <laughs> sure. Okay. Are we, we're not we should, do we need to play it? It's not really that. No, okay. we've got we got it covered. They also have a a uh hidden track. Oh. Oh. On, on their album uh Mescalero, I believe that's the name of it. They did a uh the song As Time Goes By which is the theme song to the music-based uh, film. Uh, Ca- well, I don't know if it's music-based. Casablanca. It's the theme song to Casablanca. They covered oh. that as a hidden track on their album. Wow. Huh. Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk? Way to go. Way to go, boys. Yeah, yeah I'd see that Spotify ruined it, but, you know. They always do. It's worth mentioning that ZZ Top also has a tribute album. A album called uh, ZZ Top, A Tribute from Friends. Came out in 2011. Yep. And you would think that with other artists that we've mentioned that those would be what you would say is a ZZ Top friend. But instead, there are artists such as Mastodon, Wolfmother, and Coheed and Cambria. Interesting. Wakleaf Jean is also on there. And Grace Potter and the Nocturnals. She did Tush. (laughs) And Nickelback did Legs. Gross. Mm. Probably the most interesting is uh, Filter doing Give Me All Your Lovin'. Filter, the offshoot of Nine Inch Nails. Not really an offshoot, but somebody that was yeah. in Nine Inch Nails that left Nine Inch Nails right. is in Filter. Offshoot seems apropos, I suppose. I like them. They're pretty good. Hey Man, Nice Shot, pretty good song. Yeah? Did they do good with this one? It was... It sounded like a Filter song. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that is... I, that I don't is know if I would want to listen to it again. That's what I don't like. I don't like when... Such as Weezer, idiots. Mm-hmm. Like so a cover album true. that's just like the, the same. Exact same yeah, song. The, like they're doing karaoke. Yeah, except for TLC. Oh, oh yeah, that's great. That one no. was okay. Coheed and Cambria did Beer Drinkers and Hellraisers. That's pretty good. Also, um, Mr. Weird Al Yankovic did a uh, polka that included ZZ Top. 
from the album Dare to be Stupid. I just want to listen to the whole song. Come on, man. <laughs> Pretty good. So, uh, a couple other things I got. The song Velcro Fly, which we mentioned before, mm-hmm. was featured relatively prominently within the Stephen King novel, The Dark Tower 3, The Wastelands. Really? In the book, the character Eddie hears the drums playing for that song in a distance and thinks it sounds like then later in the book realizes it is in fact the drum track for Velcro Fly. Uh, <laughs> that's very funny. <laughs> what do you guess? That sounds like the drums from Velcro Fly. I, I hear that in the distance. What I, is that? I don't know. I'm hearing it from downtown Cincinnati. I think it's the coronavirus. Oh no. <laughs> so the song uh, Sleeping Bag which I brought up earlier was in the film I, Tanya during one of the Tanya Harding skating scenes. Oh, it's a great movie. Do you remember that from that movie? I don't remember the song, but okay. I remember the movie. Okay, she does a little a little ditty to it. So, man, Mr. Uh, Billy Gibbons is a reoccurring, not main character on one of your shows. You like Bones? Remember that? Angela's father. The show Bones? Yeah. Angela Montenegro, <clears throat> never, her father. Never watched it. You never watched Bones? I thought we talked about Bones before. Mm-hmm. What song do you like? Are you thinking I don't about watch, I don't Cody watch... watching House? Yeah. No, I'm not. Jack's <laughs> watching House? I don't watch network television. I don't remember that. Okay. Right, well, never mind. Jared, you I appreciate your, your, top nuggets. your enthusiasm. I know. I did a lot of research yeah, for this. A lot of nuggets. You got any nuggets in there? I got some more. I think I've maybe shared all my nuggets. One thing I did notice... When I was researching both bands, they have both sold 50 million albums. Really? Ooh, mm. Tied up. But who, Jay-Z's done a lot of weight, you know, other stuff too. Who has, who has released more albums? I think it's got to be ZZ Town. They have a lot. I think they're 15. I figured, yeah. yeah. I just wondered, like, who consistently was, re- like, because, like, if you have, like, an album that releases, like, it sells, like, maybe 300,000 copies or something like that, and then you have others who have copy, like, they're selling, like, millions and millions but you have a lot of albums that are selling 300,000 copies, then that makes a big difference. So right. I just didn't know if that, how to contrast each other in terms of that. So Jay-Z has 13 solo albums, and ZZ Top has 15. So I assume if you count some That's of the collaborations, I bet they're about the same almost, really. I would say so, honestly. They're similar. When, when an, I, this is a, more of a semantics question. When an artist like Jay-Z and Kanye do a collaborative album, do they each get an equal amount of like records sold? So as to say, you have a collaborative album. It's a, it's it sells its own two group. million albums. Oh, is it its own? They're group? Watch the Throne. Okay, that's that, what I was like, sure. They are their own thing. Okay, so it's not going to be connected. They would have to be. That would have to be like determined by the record company and them how that financially goes. Mm-hmm. But Watch the that's their the Watch the Throne debut album. I see. It doesn't count towards the discography of either group. Person. That makes sense. That's what I wanted to understand. Because if you say he has 13 albums, is that including like a Watch the Throne? Is that including a the Carters? Is that including so on and so forth? Same, same as the Kids See Ghosts, right? You know the Kanye, you know, the Kanye Kid Cutting. Yeah. So cool. Shall we sound off? Well, I was just watching a little video over here about someone that I like. You know, 
Matt Sweeney from Chavez and various other things. He had an album with Bonnie and Prince Billy as well. I just want to let you know. He's got a YouTube uh, video series called Guitar Moves, where he talks to guitarists and does a little interview, and they play guitar the uh-huh. whole time, and they're talking about stuff. And he did one with Billy Gibbons, and it's featuring none other than Kid Rock. Yeah, he brings him a drink. Yeah, he brings him multiple drinks. He, they don't even acknowledge it's Kid Rock until the very end of the video. <laughs> yeah. They just yeah. have somebody come in and bring alcohol. And yes. then later on, he's like, that's my buddy Kid Rock. It's Kid Rock. And, and then he's like, I'm going to write a song about it right now. And he writes a Kid Rock uh-huh. blue song. Yeah. He does. And they drag him all the way up to Bump, Bumpville outside of Detroit to do the video. Oh, my. Yeah, it's funny. Oh, my. So they're buddies. You know, I just thought you'd want to know that Kid Rock and Billy Gibbons are friends. Billy Gibbons are friends, you know. Sometimes it's nice to know that no matter how lonely you are as a post blues rock guy, there's always a friend in Kid Rock. Always a friend in Kid Rock. If you're ever out there, Uncle Cracker's also a friend. That's true. I know some of you listeners, you're down on your luck. You don't know what to do with your lives, but don't be afraid to turn to Kid Rock for guidance. For support, he hears all your questions and needs. Kid Rock does. He's friends with the small man. So Kid, don't forget about Kid, your Kid, friend, Kid Rock. Kid Rock is the good band? Yeah. <laughs> he waxes the booty for sure. He does wax the booty. <laughs> and that's something that ZZ Top and GZ, well, Jay-Z may have waxed it. I don't oh, know. Jay-Z has waxed a booty. I promise you that Jay-Z has he indeed has waxed, waxed the booty. a booty. Yeah. Jay Z well, is the better band. Agreed. Jay Z. ZZ Top. I'm going to vote ZZ Top because I uh, appreciate that they do not take themselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. They have weird, funny songs, pretty good, a lot of good hits. I also saw them last year in Louisville. I have not brought that up yet. They're, they're pretty good. They got a lot of choreography going on. They kind of go back and forth in songs, things like that. So they're, they're worth seeing if you can before they die from my perspective i just know that if it comes down to like a southern blues rock band versus a hip-hop artist on from my end of the spectrum hip-hop is going to end up winning for you know maybe 99 of those occasions out of 100 but that that brings it down to john the tiebreaker right now um what does patreon say patreon's usually the tiebreaker right yeah uh, according to patreon jay-z I also agree this is Jay-Z. Nice. Ah. Four to two. See how that Jay-Z works. Jay-Z pulls ahead Thank quick. you, John and Patreon, for making everyone else suck. If you'd like to have your vote uh, counted on the show, go to patreon.com slash record roundtable. Real grand mud. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on all of our social things. Check out next week's episode where we're talking about Boney MC Hammer. Goodbye.